sleep has an image problem. We stigmatize getting sufficient sleep with this label of laziness. We are slothful if we're getting sufficient sleep. And I choose my word very carefully, sufficient. I'm not talking about sort of excess. And so I don't think that has helped. I think communities, even in schools, were resistant. And to me, what I find surprising about that mentality is that we don't always hold that notion. What I mean is that no one would look at an infant sleeping during the day and say, well, pfft, what a lazy baby. We don't say that because we know that sleep at that time of life is non-negotiable. It's absolutely essential. But then somewhere between infancy and now, if you look, even toddler age or childhood, not only do we abandon the notion that sleep is essential, but we actually chastise people for getting enough. And people become proud to tell you how little sleep that they get. So I think part of it is because we don't have an educational system that is either aware of sleep or teaching sleep, or perhaps I fear embracing and ready to, you know, celebrate sleep rather than stigmatize it. If you take a step back and you think about this thing called sleep, so when we're asleep, we're not finding a mate, we're not reproducing, we're not socially interacting, we're not gathering food, and worst of all, we're vulnerable to predation. Now, on any one of those grounds, sleep should have been strongly selected against in the course of evolution. Add them up as a collective. What on earth? You know, if sleep doesn't serve an absolutely vital function, it is the biggest mistake the evolutionary process has ever made. And now we're realizing that Mother Nature did not make a spectacular blunder, that sleep just services every single system within the body. And the changes in the mind and the changes in the brain that happen that we've been revealing are stunning. And I've sometimes said that if you look at the data, wakefulness is low-level brain damage. And it's very clear that that's the case. And sleep provides a repairing and a cleansing of that. The place that people need to aim for is seven to nine hours of sleep routinely. Once you get below seven hours of sleep, we can measure impairments in both the brain and the body. One of the problems with a lack of sleep, and I think it's part of the sleep problem out in society, is that your subjective sense of how well you're doing when you don't get enough sleep is a miserable predictor of objectively how well you're doing with insufficient sleep. So it's probably the idea of, you know, a drunk driver at a bar, they've had a couple of pints, a couple of shots, they pick up their keys and they say, you know, I'm off to drive home. I'm, trust me, I'm fine. I'm fine. And your response is, I know that you think you're fine to drive, but objectively, I promise you, you're not. It's the same way with a lack of sleep. We don't know we're sleep deprived when we're sleep deprived. 